Welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? I'm your host, Ryan Atkins. It's MC Snickerdoodle. <laughs> I'm joined by Greg Adams. Snickerdoodles on deck. On the ones and twos. Today we're going to be talking about the movie Basket Case. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a product of its time, the 80s. Came out in 1982, directed by Frank Henenlotter. Yeah, Basket Case. That's one of my deals. That's one of my childhood movies right there. You know, just... It's a lot. It's a whole genre of movies back in those days. Man, it's just a lot of deformed characters. But that, that was my favorite. Like, just the imagination that inside that movie... It was just like an imagination movie, but at the same time, it was gory. And, you know, it's the 80s. You know, it's it's a different time in the 80s. It's, you know... You, yeah. it's a, It was definitely a time where we, we you saw a lot of practical effects. Mm-hmm. You saw a lot of stop-motion animation to make things move. And you see that a little bit in this movie mm-hmm. with uh, one of the main characters. Um, but let's get into what... Uh, what this movie's about? So it started. Actually, with, wait. You have a you have a little story too about your brother. Oh man! T- so look. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, I'm telling. So this like I said, it's the '80s, and so you, it wasn't like I mean any kind of movies that had like little like low key sex scenes. My brother, my oldest brother, was on it. My parents never knew, and so he just knew like so. <laughs> If he knew it, I don't know how, I never knew how he figured this out, but he knew it was a couple little scenes inside the movie, so that's kind of why he watched the movie like that, to be honest, to start off. But it wound up being one of our favorite movies. We all watched it together, just, you know, with the whole, but it always was some, it, it was some nakedness in that movie. Any naked movie back in the 80s we watched, any stupid movie, it don't matter. <laughs> it's a whole list of stupid movies. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what the '80s was about, though. Friday the Thirteenth, all those movies. It was always some nudity in there. Yeah. No internet. You know. You show, show. Yeah. The no. Yeah. This is the times before the internet, before you could have uh, porn at your fingertips. <laughs> Unless you could find your uh, your dad's porn stash, it was hit, <laughs> and you wasn't you wasn't gonna find it yourself. It was no way. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it wound up being like I did like that movie though. It was uh I know it started off with the guy with uh I think with Dwayne, right? Dwayne and Belial. They was like these it was Siamese twins. But the one twin was like really weird. The dad thought it was evil. He he is evil when the movie play out, but the dad thought he was evil and they tried to get rid of him. They separated him and so that's how the movie really starts off. That's the whole point of the movie. But it they was, don't they don't show that, right? Because I'm start the movie starts up. He just got him inside he, the basket. Uh, yeah, but doesn't he kill? Like somebody gets killed, right? And the, yeah, the whole movie. And then at the start, <laughs> the though, guy. right? Yeah, and then, the whole damn movie. He, and then all of a sudden, he's walking down the street mm-hmm. in like New York with the basket, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the hotel. Yeah. Right, and then he 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 tries to rent a room. Yeah. So yeah, that's the movie opens up like that. You got one of those iconic scenes of somebody walking down the street in New York, mm-hmm. and it's a product of its time yep. too. You, yep. it don't, it looks insane. He uh, just got this big basket, just huge basket. Yeah, 
And uh, the first like little bit, comedy bit that they were doing was uh, he's walking down the street and then you had that uh, black guy come up and try to sell drugs to him, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking like, is this what... Am I this is is this what I'm in store uh with with this movie so far? <laughs> like I'm like uh, is this what this movie's just going to be like <laughs> these strange characters uh doing these little comedy bits kind of and yeah that's pretty much what the movie was. Like every character was was super weird, was weird as fuck. Like that guy's like he was like I got the I got the joints on deck, the joints, the weed, <laughs> yeah. the heroin, the the float, the floozies, the pills, the e, the molly. I got it, and he just goes through like these crazy like he's for like a minute he's like naming out he's like LSD acid heroin. I got it. he just keeps going with it for like a minute, two minutes straight, and then it's like, oh, what's wrong with you guy? It was crazy, man. That's it. So that was like the little bit right there. To, to open the movie. <laughs> and I was like, uh, all right. Oh, okay. And he goes and he goes and rents the room in the hotel, gets uh uh room number seven. So like the uh the tagline for the movie was something about um department the there's something wrong with the t- with the tenant in room number seven. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> that was like the one of the little taglines yeah. for the movie. And you're like, okay, what is this? You know, it's one of those horror movies, those B movie horror movies um, that took a chance back in the day. Man, it was, it was, but man, it, it did get gory, like just like random moments. It'd like be like funny gory, then mm-hmm. it could just be like scary, like holy crap. <laughs> I can definitely imagine if you were a kid watching this at the time, you'd be like, oh man, what the hell is this? <laughs> If you a Poke, hey, just if you want to really imagine how Bilal looked, if you a Pokemon fan, why do he look so much like Geo Dude? I swear, Geo Dude, yeah, <laughs> he does. He's just not rock. That's Geo Dude. <laughs> I'm so annoyed that I know that. <laughs> That's Geo Dude for sure, though. That's so funny. The main brother, uh, Bilal's brother, the guy who he was attached to, the guy that looks normal. His name is Dwayne. Dwayne Bradley. Yeah. And when and you know, they make a note of that name because when he goes into uh the doctor's office to uh basically there's like a list, there's like a hit hit list that Belial and Dwayne uh, Dwayne's mm-hmm. helping Belial complete that has like three names Mm-hmm. And it was what three doctors or two doctors right. and one lady. The doctors, right? Because you know the 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 little the back alley doctors that tried to separate them and tried to basically kill Balao, like in the first one. That's what this was all about. They tried to separate them, but kill the baby at but kill Balao at the same time. Yeah, because his father thought he was evil. That's why he named him Balao like that. It was it wound up having a little a tiny bit of deepness to it, but not much. So you had three names on on their hit list that they're trying to wipe out. Yeah. And when he goes to kill the second doctor, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I knew this guy. I'm a, I'm an old friend. You know, I want it to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, don't call me Dwayne Bradley. Call me Dwayne Smith. It's going to be a it's going to be a surprise. And the girl's like, oh, he'll love that. He's a million laughs. <laughs> and that's the girl is uh, one of the main people in the one mm-hmm. one of the main characters in the movie because uh she's Dwayne's love interest 
But it's, it's one in every movie too with they it's always one. They yeah, always one gonna chick. have that little sex scene in the movie all the time. So he basically <laughs> falls in love with her on the side. Like he that was one of the bits right there. One of the bits was like he's all whispering, like, Yeah, I can meet you uh at two thirty tomorrow or something like and she's like, Why are we whispering? And he's like, I don't want him to hear and she's like who the doctor? He's like, what, and he's like, oh, I gotta go. Man. But uh, he didn't want his his crazy brother to find mm-hmm. out because he's gonna get all jealous, and that pretty much happens in the movie, right? Yeah, he tried, he tried to rape her. He got mad because he couldn't because he because he, he only geo dude. He didn't. Yeah, have <laughs> he doesn't have a lower half, so there's nothing going on. He was mad as hell. <laughs> Holy crap! That's what that's how the movie actually ended when he was trying to he was trying to uh, rape the girlfriend. That's how he, they uh, fell out the window. Dwayne was trying to actually kill Bilal at that point. They only went on like one date, right? Mm. And he was our like by the time he got back, he he told him about it, and he's like, "I'm not trying to cheat on you or nothing." <laughs> but his brother was all jealous. But the whole movie, like randomly, Bilal just killed people. Just eat them. Oh, yeah. You he never was, know what he just eat them. You just never know what the, yeah. what the hell be going on. There was a couple people, like, uh, there was one in the bathroom, right? He just, like, killed somebody in the bathroom somewhere. And he just, it's always somebody, it's always a second person. That's the funniest thing to me. Like, he, he'll eat somebody, but then it's always, like, a second person to come in, like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's always, like, a witness and shit. <laughs> Talk about the ending of the movie, real quick. Okay, so the movie, like we said, the uh, Belial was was jealous of the um, Dwayne's love interest. I think it was the nurse or something like that. Yeah, her it was her name was Casey. Yeah, and she was played. Was it Casey? No, I, Sharon. Right. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. Okay, because I think uh, Casey, right, was uh, no, it, that was Casey Beverly Bonner. Okay, yeah. You know, so yeah, so Bilal was trying to uh he trying to rape her, but got mad because he couldn't rape her, so then he tried to kill her. Dwayne came in and tried to kill his brother, that's how it ended. Then that's how part two started off. And how way. how did he try to kill him though? They he just grabbed him, they just fell off they just tussled him, fell off the window together. So the so basically the original ending that they wanted to do for the movie had it in uh they in, they wanted Belle Isle walking around Manhattan. However, uh, the director and the crew soon realized they did not have the budget or the technical requirements to pull that off. <laughs> so instead, Frank Henenlotter wrote the scene with Dwayne streaking through New York and uh, called uh, the producer to get his pr- approval. And uh, they loved the idea, and it was shot the next night. <laughs> That's the silliest thing ever. That's funny. <laughs> Amen. So, so his, they said uh, Dwayne's streaking scene was shot without permits on a cold winter's night. To shoot the scene, the crew would first clear the sidewalks of any objects that might hurt uh, <coughs> Kevin if he stepped on them. 
And he was let out of a heated van on one side of the block and met on the other side by another heated van. And once picked up, the van would drive him to another block. And this was repeated until they got the uh, the desired amount of shots of him streaking. I don't remember that. Hey, glad I don't. Some stuff in life is, is good to block out. <laughs> uh, the director said he got the idea... From uh, Larry Conan's It's Alive series from 1974, the idea for the movie. I mean, I could see that. But you know, hey, real, like, seriously, it's, it's certain aspects in this movie that I can see, like, that play out today. And it's like other movies that was made off of this. But yeah, like you can get, like, deep for no reason, but it's relatable. Like, he really, like, the... The whole point was Dwayne didn't mind having his brother attached to him. Like he didn't mind looking like a freak. He didn't care. Yeah. But they forced him like they forced him to separate. That was really like the whole the whole like force of these that was the whole like point of all the movies that came out, all three. Was the fact that he really never wanted to separate from his brother. He didn't want to. Yeah, they that made a special twin connection. Mm-hmm. But his dad just knew the thing was evil, so it's just like a gray line right there. So the guy who played Dwayne, he he also did the voices for Bel- Belial, all like the weird voice effects, and then he he was also the face cast for the for the puppet. Yeah, at the uh, last one. What are you talking about at the? Uh... Just for the Belial puppet. Oh. Uh, yeah. Man, Belial. <sighs> it was yeah the guy playing Dwayne like he they used his face. Belial, uh, they was it was it is a gross looking dude. You remember Total Recall at the end when he had the little thing come off from his stomach? Yeah. It's like him and Geodude had a kid. <laughs> that is, I was last time when we say Geodude, but that's it. It's the little, that little, and it, that little thing name was Quaid too in the, in the movie. <laughs> While you playing his name was Quaid. Um, yeah, and it was funny because you were saying like, <laughs> Belial reminds you of Krang from Ninja Turtles. Then, yeah, in part, yeah. I mean, actually in the last, in the last basket case, I'm 100%. Yeah, you gotta man. I'm telling you, inside the robotic suit, he was right in the middle inside of a cage, and he had the robot arms. Yeah, even that. But Krang, he he's uh, been outside the suit before, crawling around and mm-hmm. stuff. So Same. that does remind me of Belial. And both of their eyes, like Belial, get mad, his eyes turn red. Krang do the same thing. Here, here's that's a, so nerd. I say I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. So um, keep giving up my hood. When we were talking on, about how he he's in uh yeah giving up your hood on card. a daily basis. Um, he's the tenant in room number seven. Uh, when Dwayne checks into the hotel, Hotel Broslin, he takes out a wad of cash. According to the director, that w- that money was the entire film's budget. Wow, that he had there. That money he had there. Wow. <laughs> that wad of cash. That's legitimate. That first movie was low budget, but it was good. It was just. You have to like you have to like B movies good. for sure though. If you don't like B movies, do not watch this movie. You're gonna be like freaked the fuck out watching this movie. You'd be like, what is this? Jesus. But the, the imagination between the monsters, like I don't I don't know, like, man. The drugs, people, I don't know, boy. Them them 70s and 80s drugs were something else because some of them characters in the movies, like, you just look at them like, what the hell? <laughs> like, you, like, you got the one dude with, the like, the, the oyster mouth. You got the half moon dude. 
some of the dudes I like, like it's a, like a jazz dude with these big floppy ears. Like that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just these weird, like you can't, be, you will not, you cannot overimagine these monsters. Like the drugs it took to imagine this is impressive. Like, jeez. And, um, and they stay there. They add them on. They stay there the whole time too. The yeah. ones from part one is aren't they the same ones as part three plus more? Yeah, so we got to mention, yeah, this is uh, why we've been mentioning part one, two, and three. This movie is a trilogy, mm-hmm. if you can believe it. Basket Case 1, 2, and 3. They mm-hmm. stuck with this. They stuck with this idea. Yeah. See, they uh, that, they fell off the window in part one. You didn't know it was going to be a part two. Part two starts with them like that. And I think that one ended with him. He, he uh, I'm sorry about the note. He sold Belal back to him at the end of part two, I believe. He sold them back together. So part three started with them separating them again after he sold himself back together. <laughs> <laughs> he sold himself back together to his brother. Though. Oh, my God. That was so gross. So uh, during the, sh- the shooting of Terry Susan Smith's death scene, it says uh, the crew became offended and walked out of the production. This and this would happen again during the director's next film, Brain Damage, in 1988. I guess he pissed off the crew. They walked out. Brain Damage. I've heard it's a classic. Never seen it. Have you seen it? No. Brain well, Damage, 1988. I, I could definitely see that it was definitely some tasteless, but it was like I said, it was it was very juvenile. It's a nice. It's a very juvenile movie. Yeah. It was good. Like you know, for it was for. That's what it was for. That that was that's what we had. It was no, like I can get on the. It was just different. You know, you can get on the internet now. You can look up whatever you want. Back then, it was like you was. It was hard to find stuff like that. So there you go. Basket case, something silly to watch. That was that was our YouTube. It's yeah, yeah. Your weird like uh, just random video like. Uh, people make these crazy videos on mm-hmm. YouTube with this strange style of like. Mm-hmm. horror comedy gore stuff that's mm-hmm. that's these types of movies back in the day mm-hmm. these types of b movies it was mm-hmm. just people basically doing that they just wanted to ex- express themselves in a different way mm-hmm. and we're doing it through these b b-side horror movies mm-hmm. and this was like before blockbusters and stuff so there was like any video store you knew you it was still no new Material was still these these kind of movies. It wasn't until like Blockbuster came out that you can actually like get like relatively new movies, you know, VHS tapes and stuff. So this was like this will be watched. <laughs> I ain't gonna like little kid. You may see a booby, you be happy. I mean, like, booby. I didn't even know what a titty was, but like, hey, I, like I gave a damn. They, they said the <laughs> bar scenes were shot in an S and M club. <laughs> in wow. Manhattan, you know what S and M is. Wow, yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> they said that it's now known as the Hellfire Club. The bar was so big that the crew also used it as the Bradley's basement, and the crew had to hi- hide all the sex toys, including a large swing, which is mm. still in the club to this day. Mm. The, mm. the original buzzsaw used to kill Dwayne and Bilal's father used to hang above the door of the club until it was eventually stolen. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Probably because this movie's kind of like a cult hit, you know? It has mm-hmm. a big, pretty decent following of uh, people who consider this movie a classic, like a mm-hmm. cult classic. 
they they had a little dominatrix scene in there too for a second. I think I forgot. I think it might have been the second. It might have been a third movie. The uh, his his love interest. He came out with the little leather and all that stuff. Oh really? Yeah, they had a scene like that in there. That made sense what you just said. They really did have a scene. That's how his girl. That's how they caught him together one time. That's hilarious. Dwayne was always getting some Fontaine. Dwayne Bradley. <laughs> he kept getting some, but he still wanted to be with his brother. Man, it was it was still crazy. Like he's, he's he wanted to be who he was. Like you can you can make I could you know it's some weird stuff go that goes on today that it's not that weird but I can see it like you know people look at some certain people look at certain people lifestyles and you may as well be that weird of a character to them you know what I mean yeah that's you, true you may as well have a giant moon head just like some of these you may as well be Bella out to some of these people then when you snap back it's a problem but that's how they you know you can get looked at like that depending on your lifestyle yeah, it's definitely it could have a a, mm-hmm. a double meaning. You never know what this uh, what this director was thinking because he definitely took a a, a crazy a crazy road mm-hmm. to go down with this type of character mm-hmm. uh, basket case. You know, when I first hear of it, it just makes me think of uh, the Green Day song that came What's out, that? Basket Case. Do you I, know that song? No, I don't know. But um, any I mean, it, it's a good I, song. It's I mean, people would say it's like a like Give a, some bars. like a like a classic, man. Give them some bars a, of Green Day. A, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely bars. not gonna do that. I can't even remember the words right now. <laughs> but it was off uh, the album Dookie for sure. <laughs> so if that, I'm so immature and for that, laughing when you say Dookie. You know, so no I'm just sense. like wondering if they were thinking about this movie when they wrote the song. At all, because it's you know it's a song about somebody going crazy. That's why they call it Basket Case. But I I'm wondering if they knew this movie at all, and if they if they were thinking about this movie at all when the when they wrote that song. Because the music video for Green Day's Basket Case definitely has like a a weird kind of like horror vibe, eighties like comedy. B movie side vibe to it. Anyways, I'll show you after the podcast, the video, <laughs> and then you'll probably be like, "Oh, I know that song." But that's got that's that's you know what? Never I never thought about this until you said this because you know, like in the city, you know, the uh, you know Detroit city, it's a lot of like when they start losing funding, like some of these like crazy homes. Yeah, like not I, don't, I shouldn't have said it like that, but some of these homes like people who like you know some of these motherfucking right. crazy homes. With some of these people, with people like just mentally unstable, they 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 just they they <laughs> yeah, close yeah. the homes down, so these people just roam around. Yeah, that's for sure. And some of these people are very like weird. Like I knew some they they very very weird. Like they you. If you inside a certain neighborhood that and that's like say like over there I was on I worked at this place like on Wyoming like you know in this certain neighborhood so it's like four or five of these you know crazier people but they uh basket case man that that's another name for crazy people right there exactly I never thought about it like that like people they they do have homes like that I don't like to call them crazy homes but these people they they are they so different and they won't they're not accepted by society they can't work a regular job mm-hmm. they can't do nothing they got to be supported it's nothing they can do that's just how they was born it's no way to get support you know it's, he i don't know if he was thinking about that because that movie was just ah yeah <laughs> i love basket cases basket cases 
You like the trilogy as a whole, though. You you like it as a trilogy. Like, we, if, what we, about a like? You wouldn't say watch it as a single standalone, I mean, right? Part one was pretty good, and part three, part two was a little uh, dry. Okay. Part two it seemed like they tried to like do they tried to do too much. Okay. Like they tried to do too much with the effects. It, they kind of mm-hmm. took away from it being silly. I mean, Belal got some. Uh, he got some in part two. <laughs> part three, he had the kids. It was a bunch of little mini Belials, man. It was so oh, it's so gross looking. Oh, a bunch of it, she like, had like, like twelve kids. potatoes and shit. Now he got he got some. He finally met. Uh, it was a female Belial. In part a two, he Belial. got some. He got shit. some Belial. Finally got some. He was happy as hell. Dude. <laughs> He was one happy. That's part three was all about the. Uh, it was like okay, part one they jumped out the window. So would you recommend watching this as a trilogy, or would you would you recommend watching any of these at all? Some of it. Just yeah. watch some of it. I would watch. Um, if I watched any one, I would just. If I watched it just for the shock value, I'll watch part three. Okay. Like you know, cause sometimes it's like if you don't, you didn't watch every movie out there. Like you, if you just looking for something to watch, like part three, I would I would maybe watch part two. Not at all. But I didn't have nothing to do. I would watch one, two, and three. Like why not? Yeah, cause you're saying watch part three, cause it kind of goes off the rails. Like, yeah, it's just, they get it's not, a they get better. crazy with it. And they got more 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 crazy characters. They act. They keep the same characters from like part one and two, but they just add more. Mm-hmm. So you see the same people. It didn't, it's just a whole part three. They actually like it's kind of like a progression. Like part one, nobody knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Part two, they trying to they kind of know who they are, but they hide themselves. And part three, they take over a whole talk show at the end. And they say we're not gonna hide no more. We out here. <laughs> and if y'all come against us, we're going to fight back. And that's pretty much what they said. Oh shit. But you got to minus the fact. But it's kind of late to say that because you, you killed a lot. Of, you didn't kill people. <laughs> I know, you can't right? just be like, hey, y'all. We out here. <laughs> no, you didn't kill we motherfucking, motherfucking out here. All right. <laughs> you know, murder people. It's too late. <laughs> and y'all ain't going to do shit. But yeah, that's right? kind of what they said. <laughs> they just leave us alone. You know, just leave us alone. They did come out like that at the uh at the end of the, uh, yeah, that's how they came out. Well, I would say, basically, my my opinion on this movie is, if you like B-side, like B-movie horror, check it out. It's definitely got a cult following. Mm-hmm. It's a, considered a cult yeah. classic. Yes. Uh, to me, I didn't, I you know, out of all the, you know, B-horror mo- movies that I've watched, it wasn't, I didn't like it so, that much, but, um... You know, other people seem to love this movie, so it's definitely something to check out.